0: Doc Rivers continues to, time and time again, not get it. When it comes to getting...
1: Oh! Let him play! You bet one one bone
0: to win 19? Just... What site do you use where you can actually bet one buck? Like... They let you do 50-cent bets. Oh my goodness, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, like he dropped Superman down like the drain. Comes out. Like, God damn it, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, honey. I don't know where he got that from.
1: From Los Angeles, this is Dave in the City. Part of the Cow Sports Network. Now, here's Dave Medina.
0: Good evening, sports fans, and a pleasure to have you here for the big baseball show at this earlier start time tonight. Thank you very much for joining us here on YouTube Live as we simulcast this podcast once again for all of you out there with visual elements, including my my face. I'm not going to say pretty face, but it's a face and uh it's nice to see you again. I'm sorry that we missed you last week. We did have a replay of the MTV 30th anniversary special, which was 10 years earlier, so that just gives you an idea how long we've been going on this program. Um uh, but I'm sorry I didn't have an actual show for you last week, but we're back. And we've got our friend Jerry Well who seems to be ready to go and I can see it from what's in his glass. Let's bring him into the show. We're going to talk about the MLB trade deadline. Chair, good to have you back. Hold on. Wait, let me pot up first. Okay. Okay. Good to have you back, here How's it going tonight?
1: It's going good. I uh, threw on the headset, so hopefully I sound a little bit more clear. And yes, I do have something in my class because every time I open up Twitter, I knew Yankee gets hurt or has COVID. So I needed <laughs> something tonight because I'm looking at t- every time. I mean, there's Glaber's on the aisle now. Geo had a setback today. It yeah. just never ends. So just when you get a little bit of momentum, done. You know,
0: it's it's interesting because you're looking at the standings. I just saw saw them right before going to air. The not only are the Red Sox ahead of the Yankees, but now Tampa is ahead of them too. So
1: like Well they've been. It's been like that all year. Yeah, yeah. It's been like that all year. But the thing is the uh, you know, the gap has shrunk right. at least between the Yankees and the Red Sox tremendously. The Yankees were nine and a half games behind the Red Sox like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. Now the Yankees are what, one or two games behind them in the lost column. I had i you know, didn't check today, Yeah, but um, I believe they are one game back. I went to the game on, no, they gotta be one game back because the Red Sox blew a game on Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's why, you know, all this injury news, you know, you figure you're starting to get, you know, a little bit of momentum going and then all of a sudden just, you know, you lose Glaber, you lose geo um, again, because he had a setback. Uh, obviously Anthony Rizzo has COVID, which is a huge blow to this offense and it just never ends. It's you funny. Know, it never ends. And when you, when you're chasing teams, you yeah. can't, it's hard, man. It, eventually, it's gonna have to catch up, right? You know, the Yankees have been playing good baseball. They've been winning series, getting wins, but eventually, it's gonna have to catch up. You can't lose, you know, eighty-five percent of your rotation. You can't lose seventy percent of your lineup. Like, it's it has to catch up at some point, you know?
0: Yeah, I hear that. It's interesting. Yeah, but that did seem like a good trade to get uh, to get Rizzo. Uh, the Gallo trade. I know you liked him, but I'm not as big on him. I, I I'm actually very oh,
1: understood. In- understood. I- understood. Mm-hmm
0: because as you know he's a big strikeout king and if he's not if he if he gets on a bad streak could get ugly but i guess my question you know outside of this entire scenario with covid and injuries and everything else um how would you evaluate the two guys that the yankees picked up so far
1: i mean to be completely honest with you and i'm you know, I call, like I see it, Joey Gallo was the number one on my list. Um, he does a lot of good things that this offense needs. I didn't, I didn't think that just getting him would solve a lot of our problems. I think it would solve a lot of it on the, that he's a left-handed hitter, obviously, but defensively, the Yankees have been running out probably the worst defensive outfield in all of baseball for the majority of the year. And if judge sits, it's hand is down the worst defensive outfield in baseball. Um, so I knew Joey Gallo would be able to help that. I knew he could play center. I knew he could play all three outfield positions at a high level, so that's big. But I didn't know if bringing somebody in that kind of mirrors what some of the other deficiencies in our offense were as far as strikeouts and whatnot. But then when you're able to um, couple him with Anthony Rizzo and, you know, Odor is starting to play better. And you have guys on, like, Gio and um, – labor and guys who aren't like these home run or nothing i mean i i think that getting rizzo made this lineup a lot more complete and then you're able to throw you know some nights you're able to throw four lefties yankees some nights could throw either one lefty or zero lefties depending on um who's healthy at the time right uh now you can throw four lefties you can have redor in the lineup you could have um gallo rizzo in the lineup i mean there's There's a lot of different things that you could do now, but unfortunately with the injuries, this doesn't work out. But no, I mean, I love the Rizzo signing. I've won a Rizzo for years. I thought he was tailor-made to be a Yankee. Um, He, you know, with the short porch and being a whiz at first base, I thought he was tailor-made to be a Yankee. And both him and Gallo, which I like, you know, both grew up, and Derek Jeter was our idol growing up, which is pretty cool. Gallo was a huge Yankee fan. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but Joey Gallo's AOL email was like, Die hard yank something really i heard it on. yeah so he was funny. a Die hard yankee fan so that that's cool and then i heard rizzo um he was asked you know i think even when he was a cub he's like who who do you, who's your role model growing up you know in baseball he said Derek jeter nice. so i love that but you know rizzo wasn't number i mean not rizzo um gallo was not number one on my list but I, I see the difference that he can make in a lineup just being a lefty bat and defensively he's tremendous so now you know, I don't know what the Yankees are doing in center field. I have a lot of questions about their, their thought process in center field when you got guys like Floreal in the minors who are more than capable and playing well, and they continue wanting to play fucking Gardner and this guy that they got out of the Toronto Blue Jays scrap heap. Um, they could potentially throw out now one of the best defensive outfields in baseball on any given night, on most nights. When judged them right, Uh, gallows in left, and if you're able to get one of these other guys in center, that is a tremendous, tremendous defensive outfield. So, all in all, I mean, I like what they did in the trade deadline. It's just we got that for, I don't know, five days before people started fucking getting hurt. So, story of this team's life.
0: Well, it is. um, And we have this comment in from Yankee Stats Talk, and and he says, he or she says, Rizzo is also probably one of the best leaders in the dugout already as well. Huge help.
1: He's 100% right, and that's why, you know, people were you know, uh, responding to my tweet when we got him. I was in a business trip when we got him and I wasn't able to really respond in real time. So I, you know, get out of my meeting. I had like literally 900 notifications from texts, calls, tweets, group chats, whatever it is. So I, as I went direct to, to my baseball group chat and I said, what the hell's going on? My buddy said, Rizzo, the Yankees, done. So I tweeted like, oh, this is a game changer. this Nats." I'm like, oh, he's not the Rizzo of all this madness. Look, what he's gonna bring to the table in the clubhouse alone, and then the dugout alone, is a big step up. He's a leader, he's a guy that knows how to win, he's a guy that played in big games, and I still think, what's he, 30, gonna be 32 years old? I still think he has a lot left in the tank. And I think coming to the Yankees is gonna, you know, give him a little bit of a boost, and him playing, uh you know, uh, every other night, or whenever, however, ho- however many home games they have left at that with the short porch, I mean, he's going to love that. Plus, I mean, he's playing in the AL East. I mean, there's a lot of hitter sparks in the AL East. So I was ecstatic when we got Anthony Rizzo. And to uh, Yankee Stats points, yes, he is a a big, big boost in that clubhouse.
0: Yeah, that is big. I I, I think Rizzo was the, you know, the the Cubs that had a lot of issues with having a decent offense throughout the last three years. And he was the most consistent hitter on that entire lineup. And that was the big thing. Like he's just the guy that gets on base. He was very good at that. He plays yeah. very good defense at first base. And um all in all, I just think if you could pick any one guy from the Cubs to make a trade for, that was a good that was the best pick.
1: It's it's funny you say that, Dave, because Chris Bryan has been number one on my list all year. Really, you you wanted him more than that's interesting. I I didn't. The thing is, I didn't think we can get. I didn't think that Ah. we were going to get Rizzo. That was I know I would have. I wanted Rizzo forever. I just didn't think it was possible. And you know, Luke's voice played like twenty games this year. So you know, at the time, I'm like, all right, you know, if Luke is going to come back, you know, I liked. Bryant, because you see what we're dealing with now, right? We're yeah. dealing with you know our infield is just completely decimated. Bryant could go from infield to outfield. He's a guy that hits for power. He's a he's a guy who can wreck a game in the middle of that order. Sure, he's not a lefty, but he's one of the hitters that I think would be very very good on this team. So, mm-hmm. without knowing that Rizzo was really a possibility, I wanted Bryant. I wanted zero to do with Baez, as you and I you and I know. From oh yeah, we're Tennessee. gonna get to
0: both of those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. we're gonna get. You know, it's funny yeah. that the Cubs were really at the centerpiece of this trade deadline. I think that's yeah, they so were. funny. They effectively had a fire sale. And I say good for them. That was a great call. I agree. agree. They could have even done it a year ago. Maybe they should have done it a year ago, but I think that the idea that they did it was smart. I think this is where they need, this is the direction they need. They have a new manager. And and they're young. They're trying to get younger. This is the way to go. This is the way to go. Because all those guys were yeah. going to get giant ass contracts. Bias too. Like was going to get a giant ass contract. That's yeah. I mean,
1: they fun. weren't going to pay. They weren't going to pay those guys for what they did in the past. Maybe one they could have and try to incorporate some of the younger kids. Yeah. And they might still. You know, they might maybe. do what the Yankees did with the oldest Chapman. You know, they trade them away for pieces. And if you know the market falls to where they want it to be, maybe they do bring one of them back. Who the hell knows? But I thought it was a a very good job by them to kind of. No, okay, you know, we can, unlike the Colorado Rockies, what they did with Story was just asinine to me. But, you know, for them to kind of look at it and say, all right, you know, these guys got us a world championship. You know, let's cash in some of our chips, start to grow and get bigger and get better and younger. And I liked it. I mean, they, they, they did the right thing. 100%.
0: Um, so we're going to break out break down now all the legs of what the Cubs did and where they where all these pulp pieces went. Um and by the way, Yankee Stats Talk is Ryan. He must be one of your friends, Cap.
1: Yeah, it's my buddy, yep.
0: Cool. Good guy. Okay. Well, welcome in. Uh, welcome in, Ryan. It's nice to meet you. Now, is that
1: is that Ryan Garcia that was in here on the last time? Probably. Or
0: that- probably. It's a, just a guess on my part, but I bet you it is.
1: Yeah, probably is.
0: Okay. So let's let's continue the legs. So we have the we have the 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 Rizzo leg which is the biggest player I think the Cubs had going in. But you did say that Bryant was like right next to that, which I agree with. I think they're like 1A, 1B.
1: Bryant gets I was hoping the Hendricks could be in the mix, but looking right now it's insane to say the Yankees have a lot of arms, which is wild. But-
0: that is wild. <laughs> Cuz that was something we were talking about too, but uh certainly I I think they're doing doing all right in that area. Look, here we'll get we'll get to that momentarily, but um, Hendrick's having a very, very good year, I should say. Although I, I thought he had like a four year at one point, but I think he's come around a bit.
1: He turned it on, man. He yeah, had a little bit it. of a rough start and he really turned yeah. it
0: on. Yeah, I I, I concur. In that and I, I expect that because his control's always been pinpoint. It's been, you know, he doesn't have the greatest stuff. He doesn't have the, 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 the greatest velocity, but he has the control a lot of the time. And that's why I think he'll stay in every game. Anyway, but, uh, Bryant goes to the Giants, which is a big, big move because the Giants. Um, one, we didn't know how mu- how sustainable that offense was going to be the way it was. I mean, they're doing really well, but their pitching is carrying them, I think. And, you know, all those guys, <laughs> the FanDuel ratings are like 2,200 and 2,300. So you figure, yeah, those guys are probably not going to be hitting a lot of home runs all the time. They can hit home runs, but it does come and go. So Bryant's a big anchor for them. And, look, I'm not that big on Bryant compared to you, but for the Giants this is a great win this is a great win for them it's a good move and I think it's the right time to do it too because like, I don't know what they gave up listen they may have given up a lot but uh they got some young players some kind of guys on the fence you know like he's kind of like right, right around 30 now Alex Dickerson and players like that but Bryant's an anchor and he's a great defender which is important in a pitcher ballpark like uh Oracle Park is uh, it's a good move. I, I mean, honestly, the Giants—they're four player of the Dodgers. Big move for
1: them. They yeah. put somebody right in the middle of that lineup, and they, the, the Giants have been phenomenal this yeah. year. So that's a huge move for them.
0: I wonder if huge. they have enough to hang on anyway. I mean, despite all that, I mean, I feel like the chances of the Dodgers—you follow the them more sport, than
1: I do. I, you know, the I do. I mean, we're gonna get into the Dodgers. That's that's fucking fantasy baseball. Oh
0: my but goodness! It, yeah. yeah so- I'm looking. I'm
1: looking. At, I'm looking at the Yankees injuries, and I'm like. Okay, so the Dodgers could lose this person, this person, this person, have Cody Bellinger do absolutely nothing and just say, all right, we're going to add another top five player in fucking <laughs> baseball in Trey Turner. That goes along with fucking Mookie Betts. Like, it is – it's just cra- – it's crazy. It is God, crazy. Well, I, mean, good. I can't oh, believe it. Good for it. you guys. But you know what? You got to give the Dodgers credit for a couple things because, you know, they have the ability to add to payroll, which they do, and they develop a farm. It's not like they're buying everybody through free agency, which they have, you know, gotten some big contracts, but they have – development pieces in the farm that whether guys come up and produce in the majors or it's so deep, they're still able to trade and the Yankees yeah. are starting to get to that point because the Yankees made all these moves. They didn't give away one top 13 prospect. So to have that farm depth is immensely important. And the Dodgers have just been a machine, a fucking machine. Yes. You lose Bauer, you lose May, you lose these guys, you don't miss a beat. It's crazy. right
0: it, It's very interesting. You bring that up now. I don't think that's just going to last very long, <laughs> but this is a good time to do that. I think they're going they're going for it. And I, I mean, this is exactly the point where you want to do such a thing. You know, yeah, you sure. always worry about buying, selling out like that, like giving away all your prospects because you'll be depleted at, at, in two years' time. But this is the time. They're defending champions. They got Mookie Betts. They have Clayton yeah. Kershaw still doing, being pretty good. You have Walker Bueller coming into his own. You have Julio Urias i mean this is the time if there was a time this was the time you have seeger for one more year everybody says he's gone at the end of the year i probably i would agree with that this is the time this is the time to do this this move and kudos to them i mean yes they're gonna pay for it in a year and a half there's no question it's gonna be it's gonna hurt but i say you do it this is a perfect time so well done max scherzer too and
1: he looked sharp he looked really good
0: against the Angels.
1: Max is awesome. He, he hasn't lost a beat. Awesome. He's as old as he is, and he's just still... He is a, He is one of the best contracts, big contracts given out in baseball. Yeah. You know, you usually, you know, you give a contract to a guy like that, you figure his last couple of years he's going to have the... You know, he won a World Series two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's one of the main pieces in a trade deadline who's, you know, top of the rotation starter for you guys. Max, that contract has been worth every single penny for that franchise in Washington, for sure. Yeah, I love every it. Every single penny. And it's funny, I was in washington area i was in baltimore and washington area when the trade deadline went down and we ended up having dinner at this spot called uh, i think it was on national uh, national yard or something like that national yard maybe and all the stores there had like the stickers on the wall like the big fat heads and they're all of max scherzer they're all of trey turner and literally trade went down like that day. And I'm like, all oh, these people can't be happy.
0: <laughs> it's a, but I, I had to think they were ex- they were anticipating this kind of thing happening because I
1: wanted Trey Turner more than anyone. I love Trey Turner. I, I think he's a franchise shortstop. He does everything you need to win ball games. I love Trey Turner. When that when that came out, I wanted the Yankees. If you're gonna empty the farm, empty it for Trey Turner. But the Yankees, I mean, they have some guys down there. And and Roto came out with some rankings today. You know Dominguez and Volpe are like twelve and thirteen of all of baseball. The Volpe, Gleyber Torres is on his way out. Volpe is going to be the shortstop of the future. Yeah. I don't think the Yankees are going to be on on Seeger for that reason. I think that if they do get Seager, maybe they'll ship out Torres. But then you got no, the OBJ situation. No, tradition. I, I would know.
0: not recommend that anyway. Seager has a long history of injury issues.
1: Of course, and that's the last and
0: thing. We that's need. the last thing you guys need. That's just going to add. to But I the love problem. him.
1: What he what he did in October last year. Is, oh yeah, no, I mean like yeah. this year. I he's I, I,
0: awesome I, when he's healthy.
1: He is. He's really he good. Is. And like. He can carry an offense, and he came up in a big spot like what Stanton did, you know, in um, the for uh, against the Rays in the ALDS. He carried you guys yeah, you know, he to almost did. a World Series. He was awesome. He's the
0: glue. I, it, that's the shame of it. However, man, if you're going to replace somebody like that, Trey Turner for next year at least. Wow, that's going to be awesome, and the rest of this year what, too. What is, is
1: going on with Cody Bellinger?
0: Um, I,
1: you he's want me to just
0: you want me to just really throw this out there? I don't. Maybe he's yeah. just not that good. <laughs> That just that has come to my attention. That's, I've thought about that because he had that really hot year in 2017.
1: Yeah, it's been no, hitting... it was it was later than 17. Was it 17 that he? Well, did? that was his rookie season. But uh, then when when did he put up the MVP? What did he win the MVP? Well, I mean, I forget. Might've... I mean, I know he had a monster year the one year. Yeah, that's when we had him in fantasy. He was going nuts. It yeah. might have been 19.
0: Well, we've had him the entire time. Like you've had him from the moment he got called up. Yeah. he still have yep. him. So yep. it's a keeper league. So we've been we've kept him for every year since then. But, you know, the one big reason why our team is so useless this year is because he stinks. He stinks. We no. keep, But he gives, he's healthy, so you have to keep playing him. And he's like, you know, he's 95% yeah, he won,
1: rostered. He won the it's MVP like... in, in 19. He won the MVP. 19, and rookie the okay. year in 17. Yeah. I and mean, the guy was, I mean, he was, I mean, he had so much value because you could play him at first base and center field. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's true.
0: I, I mean, his defense is the thing that keeps him in the lineup. His defense is still very, very good, really. He was
1: in eighth the other day. Like, that blue, I was in yeah. eighth.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to kill anybody for that. You
1: know, Dave? I'm like, no, you I'm can. not, I can't. Yeah. Kill I mean, Dave. I, I wish can't the kill Yankees would that. do that. I wish the Yankees would do that with Stan when he's scuffling. Or, you know, DJ, who finally is at a leadoff spot, just to put Brick Gardner in the leadoff spot. But I guess lack of bodies today, even though you do have Aaron Judge and Joey Gallo get on base at a high clip, who could bet leadoff. But it's for another day.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. It's... I mean, it is startling to think about that sort of thing, but Cody's having a rough year. So I'm not saying yeah. that he's done. I'm not going to say that. But no,
1: he's still super young. You know, it's.
0: I think I there has been speculation that he might still be hurt. Like maybe there's a shoulder injury that's still lingering. That's uh, that's actually a very interesting point. Um, I'm not giving up on him yet, and you can't anyway because his defense is just too good anyway. But. Um, no, he's he's bad. Like I, I'm not gonna yeah. argue that. Like he's just he's complete. Sometimes there's just some bad. here. So he just
1: he looked completely lost at the plate. So how old is he? 25, 26. Uh, that's a good question. Um, he's 25. Well, you, 25 man, you fast. So you're fast. you still he yeah. still has a lot of time because I have his um baseball reference page. You
0: start to worry when uh, when somebody's 28 and he's still struggling like that. Right, he's 25. Right. Like, I think there's time. Like, I wouldn't give I I would not certainly you don't want to trade him right now. That'd be stupid. No. So
1: I mean, he had three good years and now two down years. Yeah. Right. Here, we'll see Precisely.
0: So, let's just, you know, I I don't think you I think the worst thing to do is just to panic over that. Um okay, so let's back to let's back to the Cubs. So that was two those are two of the legs. The next leg was Baez, and we've talked about him already. And look, again, he is one of the least efficient hitters there are in the sport. Like he does not take any walks. He's bad at his at, at taking pitches. He's he's just a free swinger. And so I mentioned to our friend say hello to Otis, I said, look, man, this guy could be frustrating after a while. Now I've been very curious to see what his what his splits are over the last two weeks because now oh, man was was being as as honest as he could. He's saying that he could go on a Ioannis Cespedes-type run. It's absolutely possible. But it's equally possible that he could dive, too. So, I, I don't know. Yeah. One of us is going to be right. That's what I know. That's what I know. But yeah. I don't trust him because we had him on our team for a, the better part of maybe three seasons, four seasons.
1: Yeah. And he was I mean, nothing I, but frustrating
0: in... to me. Yeah.
1: Me too, and yeah. it's because we're in, we're in a league where strikeouts weigh very heavy. Yeah, you get a lot of, you know, you, you a, a guy who can have a good game in real life, but he strikes out a couple times, but he hits a homer and double whatever it is, you're only getting four points that day, three points that day. And it's not <laughs> right, really like a right, good right. a good game. So Baez bias struck out five times the other day, five times. That's rough. I mean, and and to to Otis's point, bias was on a pretty good stretch over the last month he was hitting the ball better when he was with Chicago Mm -hmm. and he was playing a lot better but I mean I just don't think uh, you know uh, a player changes that quick who he is I mean he doesn't get on base he doesn't take walks he strikes out a ton Mm -hmm. sure hit some home runs and people say well Jerry that's what Joey Gallo is no Joey Gallo gets on base at a 390 clip. Sure, he'll hit 220 and strike out a lot, but he'll also hit 40 home runs and get on base at a at a 390 clip. That is completely, completely different than Javier, what Javier Baez does. Yeah. And um, I was never a guy on Baez, and it's nothing against Baez. It's that Yankee fans are so hypocritical, mm-hmm. so hypocritical. They like where whatever we have. They like whatever somebody else has. And they hate Gary Sanchez. They hate Stanton. They hate all these guys, but... Oh, let's trade for bias do you realize you'll hate bias in three days he'll strike out nine times in three days and you'll fucking hate him he doesn't get on base he doesn't walk sure he'll hit some home runs sure he'll shoot a ball up the gap but he's the exact player you hate so it's not that much that i have a dislike to bias it's that i like to expose how hypocritical some of this fan base is because it is insane to say gary sanchez sucks but hey let's go get javier bias you would despise javier Baez, i promise you he gets on base at a 280 clip strikes out at a 36 percent strikeout rate you will hate javier Baez, i'm telling you and i i just didn't want him to be yankee because we have too much of the strikeout stuff going on anyway yeah. but um yeah i mean i had some f fans who loved it and i had some f fans who was like he's an extremely flawed hitter i don't like it so i mean there's there's the balance but yeah you know, he could have went on a run. I mean, he got And hurt he still on could. Sunday. I don't think he still serious, could, but... right?
0: Well, let me just give you the split. Now, this is a very small sample size. So I'm not. I gonna... saw
1: the nine game split.
0: Yeah. Well, uh-huh. then there's also 14, where mm. he's hitting two thirty one with an on base percentage of two sixty eight. So again, he's not taking any walks. Slug is three eighty five, OPS is six fifty three. So it's not that great. It's just not great. Like it's. I mean, it's not horrible i mean it's pretty close oh, but it's
1: not yeah, good not good it's not the thing is he plays he plays a gold glove defense which is very valuable yeah. but um and that's not nothing that's that's offensively the, the mets need offense i mean yeah. the mets their offense is probably the last or second to last offensive ball in baseball they need offense and i don't think he was the guy to do it i thought chris bryant was the one for either new york team so chris bryant went over there and you know, they had jd davis playing third or whatever it is chris bryant would have he would have produced over there i think he he was the cub to get they weren't going to get rizzo because they have alonzo which is completely understandable um but i think for them bryant was the one i thought from the beginning that that they were going to target
0: well i guess the question as far as getting um chris bryant was did they have the resources to make it happen i honestly don't know fiddle would know if you were around i've
1: heard they did um i heard that you know when i'm talking to my met fan buddies there's a debate you know they have the p crow armstrong is he young he's a top prospect. I think he might be injured right now. I'm not sure, but um, apparently, you know, the Mets farm system is good, but it's extremely top heavy. So I think the Mets are trying to stay away from giving away their top five pieces, which is also understandable because I've heard Cohen talk about, you know, these guys are able to bring in some of these players because they had the farm and Cohen's acknowledged that their farm has not been the best, not over, not only the past couple of years, but even this year, they're, they're very top heavy. So, if they wanted to get Bryant, sure, they could have, but they would have given up a piece that they might not have been comfortable with.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's 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 just the unknown. I think that's a very good analysis. I, it's interesting though to to note, I mean, because it it probably did require a lot and it's it's i'm pretty sure the giants had it because they've been really working hard toward developing that farm system and i know they have new yeah they have a new manager they have new front office basically so that was a big that was a big part of it um on the cubs they keep going again they blew this whole thing up they traded john peterson to the braves for a first base prospect
1: i'm very curious about nobody he's nobody I mean, I don't know. I I, when I when I first read the report, I heard that it wasn't like a big prospect. Oh, well, it
0: shouldn't be. I mean, Peterson's yeah, this is kind of a low. I mean,
1: I think and stupid me. I'm starving for left-handed batters. I'm like, they got Peterson for free. Why don't we get him? Fuck that. We got Gallo and Rizzo, so That's a lot much better. as I killed Cashman. Listen, <laughs> Brian Cashman had to clean up a fucking mess that he created, period. He had to. Well, um, I'll say this. He, he would have been job.
0: popular with the Yankee fans because yeah. I know he's got great pop. But, uh, he,
1: yeah, he does. He strike me as a 3-2 outcome
0: hitter, but he's a very yes. likable guy. That's the thing. He's yeah. a very likable guy. He did he good is. in the clubhouse. Jock yeah. is, was good to all of us in the Dodgers. uh like I'm on the team. But he <laughs> was good to all the Dodgers for little, for quite a while. But, yeah, he, he strikes out a lot, too. So it's just, it's just an interesting case study so I think the Cubs are right to trade him too I'm not sure what they'll get out of that first base but like you said maybe there won't be much of a get for the prospect um, we'll see oh so we have a lot and that was just the beginning so the the Rays did a whole a whole lot of stuff during the uh, the uh, we're gonna get to that next but first we get to the Padres who they're really trying man they're they're coming they they want this so bad they there. were
1: close they were close yeah. to max
0: They were, and they acquired Adam Frazier, an all-star middle infielder from the Pirates. Um, That's a very nice pickup, I think.
1: Uh, Very nice pickup.
0: Now, my thought is, okay, well, you have Fernando Tatis Jr. Yes, he's in and out of the, he's on and off the IL. So, my thought is, when he's in, then you play Frazier at second base. When he's not, then you play him at short.
1: But well, I think I think what you do is you play Fraser at first base. You ah, there you go. Been, Cronenworth's been great, so yeah. I think you know Hosmer is not that great. I think you play Cron- Cronenworth. I mean, um, Fraser at first, Cronenworth, Cronenworth at second, second. Tatis at, sure. and that infield is nasty.
0: Yeah, that's a great all infield, all isn't all it? stars. And if Cronenworth yeah. doesn't get enough credit. Like he's just been,
1: oh, he's been awesome. He's just he's been, been good, fucking awesome.
0: like for, ye- yeah. for every year he's been in there. So for like a couple years, like I don't, under- I mean, he gets, he didn't even get that high in the lineup. I'm like, man, this guy is actually pretty good. He's always on base love that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, their their offense when Tatis is healthy is pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I,
1: and I've loved, you know, I know not that I loved them, but Tommy Pham, I was always afraid of him when we played him in, when we played him in Toronto. That's he's, funny he's that you'd bat. be
0: afraid of him. I, I, I'm I'm like not afraid of him at all. Guys, I'm a fan guy. <laughs> he's, no. not, he's not that big. I don't know. He's okay. He's okay. He's, he's good. Killed, in, he's good in that line. Probably. He's good in that lineup. But, he's good in that lineup. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's overvalued. Is my thought. But I'm not saying he's bad. He's actually not bad at all. Like he's actually pretty good. But. um, but certainly, I think he probably was a bigger thing with Tampa than he's going to be. He was. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're yeah. right. He but was. with Tampa, with Tampa, he had, you know, 800 ops. He had a really, you know, couple good years of St. Louis. Tampa. He had a pretty high ops. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, Tampa. He killed us. So he, I, he always worried me when he came to play. But it, it's it is
0: very interesting though. I I think he is a very good fit because that lineup is deep. So he'll mm-hmm. be he'll be useful there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- they're just a good team, and they even got like a backup. They even have a decent bench. If you do, you have, about... do you have
1: Do you have fear that you know that they're, you know, do... are you worried about them being in the same division?
0: Fascinating question. I mean, I, I mean, there's reason to worry about them because they are very talented, right? Like it's a very talented team, and it seems like they have a good bullpen too. Like I haven't really thought about any real issues with their pitching staff. Like, I mean, they've got. Gosh, I mean Lamette, when he's healthy. They don't even have Clevenger. They have uh, Blake Snell. I mean, they, they, I have, mean, they
1: have they have Blake Snell who's been a little bit off. Right, They have right. you know Musgrove who's been great. Yep. Um, Paddock who's been trash. Fuck that guy. He he sucks. Yeah, he's um, not have, been. Fans, he's, he's not he's been doing been much. Terrible. That's true. No, they have you Darvish who actually since the sticky stuff has struggled like mightily.
0: Yeah. Good um, point.
1: So I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's interesting. we we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, they're in third place in the division right now.
0: Yeah. So, am you know, I worried about them? I mean, I think it's natural to be worried about the Padres and the Giants at this point. They're both just very, very good teams, and I think I mean,
1: you're you're more than likely going to get three teams from your division in the playoffs.
0: Well, it's it, you know, with the way that the, the system's set up, yeah, you could do that. But yeah. Now, I don't think I would take the Dodgers in a three-game series against either of those two teams. No doubt.
1: But it's not three. Is this now? Well, I just meant in just in in
0: a vacuum. Right, right, right? of course. But yeah, like, oh, right, 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 right.
1: Because I know that like one. I would of, too. I would too. Yeah, for Dodgers for sure. Like if they, if
0: I you would. gave them three games, they would come yeah. out on top two of them. Mm-hmm. Most I think of so. Time. So um, now in a one-game playoff scenario, that gets Anything. interesting. You could go either way because like, you're talking. It gets it's kind of even. Like if you, especially if you match the best with best. I mean, you've got Gospin. if you had a one
1: if you had a one-game playoff, who would you start? Would okay, Bueller, so if you're the Dodgers Perthold, would I
0: would start Walker Bueller. If you're the Giants, okay. I start Kevin Gossman. If I'm okay. the Padres oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That's where it gets interesting. What? I would I, I have
1: have Musgrove, right?
0: I think so. I mean, I haven't checked on uh Lamette's splits recently. I haven't checked his starter log, but I think more so Darvish.
1: Darvish is you know, he's been struggling.
0: Yeah. I I think if it was the beginning of the year, maybe you say Darvish. But even Yeah, that, he was
1: great in the beginning of the season. Yeah.
0: But certainly in October, i probably and I mean,
1: could, but could you imagine in a one you know one yeah. game playoff you throw Walker Bueller, he go you know, he leaves after say five and bringing fucking Max Scherz <laughs> <laughs> me?
0: I know. And then it's like crazy. we'll just bring in Kershaw to close the game too if it gets hit.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> Absolutely it's impressive crazy. Team close or whatever it is i mean he
0: has to close well he did it yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he did it last
1: year you know yeah of exactly yeah. so like you know you don't even need jansen who probably gives you a heart attack in uh, a game like
0: that you know and i gotta tell you i know you've been hiring him than me but trying to i've been I've i don't been trust oh, Trinan.
1: Yeah, I'm i don't, him don't trust him now, anymore
0: i i yeah. yeah, i'm kind of through with him like i you're I, getting you're getting tommy Canley back next year though that'll be big that'd be him. nice yeah that's true good point yeah. good point yeah, the 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 bullpen's a mess, but you know what? You can probably make it work because you've got so many great starters. You can yeah. just pull an Astros mm-hmm. and just start. I said that Absolutely. Like, so I did say that three years ago, but you can now.
1: You can. You can. You can. You have you have elite elite starting pitchers. That's the
0: thing, yeah. and I guess it doesn't seem like Dave's afraid to stretch these guys. Like I've seen Walker go eight innings plenty of times. I've seen I've seen Max do seven plenty of times. So I, I think they're gonna be fine. Like I. I it is just gonna be the day-to-day is has been annoying because it's like oh god they you know every time they even like the game goes tie, gets tied and it's so late and it's like they're gonna lose they're gonna lose because some clown from that bullpen is gonna give it up
1: Hey, in, in October that'll that'll change you'll be you throwing some starters back there and the nice thing is starters can give you multiple innings you know, so well, I hope so because like, are gonna it, be tough that was my
0: that was my thought going to 2018 yeah postseason and then didn't work out well
1: yeah, we all know what
0: happened. <laughs> we know what happened, of course. Absolutely. That was one to forget, at least for me. But um, but obviously, things have improved since that time. Um,
1: 2018, you got knocked out by.
0: 2018, we went to this World Series.
1: It was and the Red we Sox. lost
0: to the Red Sox.
1: Yeah.
0: And then there was we that just. Was they on. kept going to that idiot from the Phillies, Ryan Madsen. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. Dave had a, just a brutal performance in that World Series. He was bad. But I'll say this: like in 2020, he was very good. Like he he pulled you all the right buttons then. And mm-hmm. so I can't. It's a very it's in a real enigma because it's like well you kind of you kind of want to get you kind of don't like him and then you love him and then you hate him and then you love him again. And It's just
1: well if he can if he can bring something home this year, you know, 162 game season or a real season, fans in the stands, then you got to He's got to be in Dodgers lore. You got to love him.
0: I think he's. I honestly, I think he's already there. He I mean, you took him to a title, yeah. and from that point on, I'm like, you know what? Everything from here is gravy. Like, I'm happy. I'm. I'm not even. Look, I, yes, the day. As I said, the day-to-day of it is annoying, but long-term, hey, they're still winning. They won two out of three from the Angels. That's a big win, series win. Yeah. You know why I say that? Because yeah. I don't think the Angels are, are anything in the standings, but that lineup is pretty talented.
1: When you do face them, they have some guys that you're like, oh, he could, be, he could hurt us. He could yeah. hurt us. Yeah. I mean, Otani's having
0: an unbelievable season. Yeah. Like, he had an yeah. enormous number of home runs at the Hall Star break. Mm-hmm. He's great.
1: Like, he's just – in his defense yeah. is awesome, Jared too. Walsh. Mm-hmm. You know, Mike Trout's been out for forever. And I
0: think Rendon's been out for a while, too, right? So oh, He's done for the year. Yeah, so even without those yeah. two top names, it's still a really tough lineup because you've got those guys, you've got Upton – it is a very, very interesting. Do the Angels
1: ever acquire somebody that works out? I mean, Shohei. I don't. You know. If you I call think him that a,
0: would qualify fired, as one. That would, yeah.
1: Yeah. But other than that, like B.J. Upton. You know, now Rendon, who was a stud, stud with the Nats. He's wasn't great last year. He's and he's out for the year again this year. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Justin
0: Upton's an interesting thought. I mean, he was by the time they got Austin
1: him, I Upton. I wondered
0: if maybe. I wondered if maybe he was already kind of like past the idea of being an, a, a perennial all-star. I'm not sure. I don't remember when they got him. That's why I'm not sure.
1: I, I liked him with the D-backs when he was set to, yeah. whether it's leave or whatever, I didn't want anything to do with him. I wanted J.D. Martinez. When he was a Tiger, I had him in fantasy. I said, you know, I oh, would Martinez. Be a J.D. Who Martinez. Who
0: could forget? And he had four home no, runs. Then he, the to, then he went to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Four home run I game.
1: Loved, I, was, I was on J.D. before anybody was really... On JD, and then obviously the Red Sox get him for fucking five years, 100 million, which is a dirt cheap deal and leads him to a World Series. So,
0: yeah, right place, right time because that's when like nobody yeah. was giving out contracts and everybody was killing them. They were killing the Red Sox always, for that deal. I always,
1: always, always hate the Arizona Diamondbacks for not giving them a fucking deal. The Arizona Diamondbacks don't give them that deal. The Yankees are going to the World Series that year. Interesting, no doubt, no doubt in my mind.
0: That's so interesting no because they no signed doubt. them back then. It just set everything else a three up. Three
1: run, three run home run in Game One against Jay I have to set the tone for the whole fucking series. That's interesting. That's whole so series. interesting. Yeah. Um, and the Yankees probably would have won the division that year. Martinez put up an MVP type of year. I will. Yeah, I was. The really, Diamondbacks could always get fucked for that in 2001. <laughs>
0: <go>. <laughs> Diamondbacks are really an incredibly non-competitive franchise. It's just absurd. <laughs> they should be contracted. <laughs> I mean, they're talking about moving out of their stadium. Like, what the hell with that. that? Move, contract the whole freaking team. Like, I'm just kind of over it. You know, it's too bad because, like, going there is great. Like, the people there are really nice at Chase Field, like the the ushers and the people who run the the hot dog stand or whatever. So it it stinks for them, but, man, their ownership stinks. Like, they cannot keep a team together.
1: And the thing is they've tried. You know, they've put some competitive teams out there when, you know, they had Grinky and they went and got some guys. And it just didn't work out. It just didn't work out.
0: Didn't you find that the move for Bumgarner was very strange? Because I mean, like, I didn't, why? I wanted like, nothing to do with him. It just doesn't make sense. Like, it, it doesn't yeah. seem like number one. They they really should have been getting younger. And They get this old guy. Like, and then I was two,
1: surprised. Yeah.
0: I was surprised. I was like, he was already. You could already kind of sense he was already on the decline of his career by the yeah. time they got him. So it just seemed like a strange move. And so yeah. I don't know. I mean, that didn't hurt him that much, but it just seemed like an odd decision. So, it just gives you an idea, like, where their brain trust is.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, On the Rays. Let's go to the Rays. They were busy. So, they acquired Nelson Cruz for prospects. It couldn't have been a lot of prospects. The guy's, like, 43. Yeah. So he's yeah. old. And then they yeah. traded um, Hill. Is that – now, who are we talking about? Rich Hill? Mets,
1: the Mets got him. Mets got Rich Hill, yeah.
0: Wow. So I again
1: he's he's even
0: older. <laughs>
1: good... Because at the time the Mets, you know, they had Degrom, yeah. they had Walker who's pitching really well. Yeah, um, they had um, Stroman who's been pitching well. So you figure, you know, Carrasco was supposed to be coming back, and you get somebody for the back of that rotation, and it's all. And that's my Mets fan friend said, hey, you know, we should get somebody to put in the middle to the back of our rotation. The got Rich Hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there. And it's funny because Rich Hill pitched really good for the Rays, but the Rays must have been like, all right, we got. Patino or Patino, every say, coming up. We got Arn, but then they lost a glass now. So, I don't know. I guess the Rays might have, must have might have saw something they liked from the Mets and made the deal.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. It, it's, you know, I I think the Rays did the right thing here. I mean, I mean getting Cruz was interesting because, I again—
1: Oh, that killed me. Nelson Cruz scares the piss yeah, out of Yeah, even at his advanced
0: yeah. age, I think he's still a very He tough is out.
1: everything I wanted Giancarlo Stanton to be. Everything. I mean, dangerous, mm. plays, hits, wrecks, games, clutch— Everything I want to stand.
0: Yeah. And he is terrific. He's forty
1: one. He's ten years older than Giancarlo. (laughs) It's
0: true. So, you know, I I honestly, you know, the Rays had a good trade deadline. That's that's the bottom line. And they're deep and they're young and everything else, other than Cruz. Like Cruz is old as dirt, but other than that, (laughs) they're pretty young.
1: Oh, they're great, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good team. So let's we have uh we can cover a little bit more of the nationals. Is there
1: anybody in the chat or anything?
0: No, actually chat's pretty dry tonight. tonight.
1: Just right. unfortunate. Right. Too bad,
0: but but people listen to us in the podcast. That's fine. But
1: oh yeah, um. And Dave, I gotta say, and you have all these shows about <laughs> MTV and dude, I'm an I'm, I grew up during that. Give the MTV. We'll do music. We'll do let me on. I'm oh, you want to do that? Just, uh, yeah, for sure. I love reminiscing about yeah. like uh, I listen to your MTV show and I remember growing up to the award growing up you know with the awards and the artists. I it don't has remember, been you know
0: MTV has been an incredible. Channel hasn't it? Like it's I grew
1: up with it, you know. We all did, you know. Like even some butthead and yes all that—that's been part of my. I know you were big
0: on the real world and road rules, and yeah. I mean, we talked about Jersey Shore on our last on our last show. Oh yeah, yeah. So we—that's kind of what I wanted to do with that. Like maybe maybe we can do that. Maybe maybe we can do that later. Like we covered like the beginning of MTV and that on that show, but. I would love to cover, like, the entire history on the next one, like the 40th anniversary commemoration, because I we can talk about the years we grew up in, you know, like all the stuff we saw. Of course, exactly. You
1: yeah. Know? I it, love that reminiscing shit. It
0: was really fun. So I'm glad you – thanks for listening to that. I appreciate you for that. Um, of course. Good show. If you missed it, I reposted it because on your Apple podcast, then you can see the episode again. And so that was an opportunity for people to listen to it for, for the first time. So I'm glad you tuned in. Thank you, everybody, for, for tuning into that jig was great john and georgia was a good yeah. co-host did you ever see him as a co-host like it was he did a good job i thought
1: he was great yeah so, he did good for him yeah. yeah yeah he did
0: yeah and he was very crucial in, in in helping us get some of the guests for the show so that was really nice back then um so back to baseball talk we we have the a's who again they're just the kings of the second half and, and they made an interesting deal they got starling Marte for yeah, I don't know. What do you think of this this move? I I have no read on it. I, I mean, Lasard though wasn't nothing, so I'm curious what you I thought. I love it.
1: I love it for um Miami. I ah, love interesting. Miami. Interesting. They gave up a guy who, granted, maybe his scuffled a little bit, but a lot of people around the industry think his ceiling is still super, super high for two months of Marte. I mean, I liked Marte a lot. I mean, I was, I I have a guy that I speak to, you know, who, it's pretty um. I'll just say he is in the know with the Yankees organization. And I had said, no, I really like Marte. He said, there's no way you're getting Marte. No shot. We're getting Marte. And he gave me kind of a breakdown because of the relationship between two front offices and that, that the Yankees are getting Marte. They would have to give up like crazy top prospects for two months. And the A's gave up what I thought a lot for Marte. So, I mean, the A's look, they're trying to, you know, now it looks really good because Laureano's out because of steroids, but um, you know, he's a guy that, I like him. Very good player. I think he hit three run home run walk off the other day. Um, but I think they gave up a lot for two months of him. I think, I mean, I'm surprised that he went for that high price tag.
0: Yeah, you're right. I, I think that was a lot. That is a lot. I mean, Marte, you know, they're not going to keep him past that year anyway. And he's not even yeah. that young. I don't No, think. He's
1: not right. No. So
0: mm. I don't know. I don't know if they need to do that either. So that's usually the A's are about getting younger talent. And this is kind of the opposite. This is the opposite of that really. So, I can. I think you're on the right track with that. Um, let's talk about some of the other moves that the Nationals made. I mean, they, again, they had a oh, fire yeah. sale too. So they got rid of Brad Hand. The Blue Jays acquired him. They got rid I'm, of. So,
1: I was so happy the Blue Jays got Brad Hand. So happy. What, what do you mean? Is he not been good? That this? guy couldn't close a fucking door. Oh, interesting. That guy. Couldn't that is close true. A door. Yeah, because
0: like you know, even that last year with Cleveland, he was he was yeah. bad he was bad so i'm not sure blue, have fun with that blue jays because I, yeah, I don't think yeah, he's really coming, a big brand i don't guy. think he's coming around on that he looks he looks awful right now it's good point agreed um so that's just a smaller one we already mentioned max and trey they got rid of him um and schwarber who again isn't really that great um they got who got who got him let's see now wait a second. Now Lester wasn't. Who was Lester with last year? Was he with? Was he with Washington? He was I somebody.
1: thought he was with Washington. I thought he was with Washington.
0: That's what I thought too. So then the, they got rid of John Lester, and on top of all that,
1: yeah. Because I don't I mean the COVID season kind of screws a lot of shit up. Because yeah. I get you know confused with who's where, like some sometimes. But I thought he was with Washington.
0: Yeah, and Scherzer goes with the Red Sox, and then that's another addition of have fun with that because I don't think he's that good. But enjoy. I guess he can. They, be need, a DH. they won
1: the first. They wanted the first baseman. He could, no, I mean, JDD. Is he he's good enough to first play group?
0: first base? Like, everybody I don't says think he's a so. DH, and they already have a DH. a DH. It's
1: just kind of yeah, like. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. That's going to be.
0: So. Andy will have the answer for us in a few weeks when we see him on Twitter. Like, ah, I got his defense. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see. The Braves got Adam Duvall. They got him back? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We got <laughs> Adam Duvall. I mean, the, funny. the thing that sucks about the Braves, I mean, listen, the Yankees. Have a you know a million injuries. The Braves they're not as deep, so the two guys they lost in Ozuna and Acuna. Oh, Ozuna really is
0: really such perfect. a sordid story, yeah. isn't it?
1: Like yeah, just, uh, boy, what
0: a. I mean, what
1: yeah. what the, what's going to happen with him in Bauer? I mean, what's yeah. really what's going to happen with him? And well, Bauer? if
0: it's if if there is right in this world, if there's if there's justice in this world, they don't play another game in base Major League Baseball. That's what I hope. Because That's they should be
1: interesting. I mean yeah. what what do you I mean Bauer is gonna fight this obviously because no he, he has text messages, all that stuff. So it's gonna be interesting if there is a team next year yeah. that takes on Bauer. I mean it's gonna be interesting.
0: I mean we see it in the NFL a lot, right? You see that guy that has a history of domestic violence and some team just says, Well, we'll make it work, maybe he can rehabilitate and it just never looks good. It never looks good. I don't care who the team is or who the coach is or whoever else it
1: doesn't look Especially good. Especially the like, nature of it, you know, with yeah, the details right? and everything that came out Ugh, between just, both Bauer and Ozuna. It's just awful.
0: Ozuna yeah. it, it, and it, – it, Really, I wouldn't even try to pick, nitpick between them. They, they were just hey, – in, in, my, in my
1: other league, my outfield to start the season was Ozuna, mm-hmm. um, Stanton, and who else was on there? Brandon Nimmo. Yeah. And then I had – and they had Clint Frazier. My outfit was supposed to be Ozuna was a killer. Man. That killed my whole
0: year. Yeah, he was a really dependable bat in FanDuel as well. Uh,
1: power. Yeah. yeah, he was good. He had solid but but numbers. The Braves could maybe void that contract, right?
0: Well, if 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 the facts bear out, like in other words, if he's not acquitted in his case, then I think mm-hmm. there's an argument, right? I think there's mm-hmm. an argument. I don't know a whole lot about that sort of thing because I'm—I don't necessarily follow the legal side of sports that much, but right. uh, I do think you're right. So we'll—we'll we'll see, we'll see. But it's just—it sucks for the Braves because like the Braves had a nice yeah. last couple years. Yeah, they I mean, NLCS—they yeah. pushed the Dodgers to the brink, yeah. and mm-hmm. and now they're just—they with like that. Yeah. I mean, didn't they lose somebody for the year too? Was it Soroka? Who was it? trying to remember someone had like an was ACL tear I don't
1: remember or maybe that was I a know before. Soroka it was a year before yeah it
0: was a year before yeah, yeah. I know that yeah. but some, yeah. I thought they lost somebody this year too and I can't recall ah, we'll I mean it. I
1: know Acuna they lost Acuna for the year as ACL tear
0: oh there you go there you go yeah, yeah. oh that was rough that was rough yeah. that's another guy that you root for too which is that just yeah, makes like it even rougher he's great yeah yeah but he'll be back he's young he'll be back that but, was
1: a tough lineup to face Acuna yeah. Albies Freeman Ozuna Austin Riley's been tremendous. Yeah. Like, that's a tough lineup to face if they're all there. But yeah,
0: that's it was. They, have, they
1: have they have a good future. Freeman's a free agent, I believe, after this year or next year. I think this year, well, but I, I think mean, he'll end up staying there. I I
0: he's probably going to walk, but Atlanta is not pre, not exactly a small market, so I feel like they could.
1: Yeah, I think I think he'll end up staying there.
0: Yeah, I think he could stay there. So we'll see.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Blue Jays get again. This is yet another edition of have fun with that. Blue Jays are just acquiring all these pitchers who I just don't think are that great. <laughs> Berrios has had his moments. Um, yeah. You we both remember him. We both we know mm-hmm. Jose Berrios. Um But the Blue Jays acquired him from the Twins. And who else did the Blue Jays get? We mentioned who else? Uh, we, we mentioned Hand.
1: Rios was the big one for them. Yeah, they that's a
0: big guy. It's work. a good cat. Uh, do you think he's going to be cut out for the second half? What do you think?
1: I don't know. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I mean, he's pitching the AL a bunch. I mean, yeah. I, he's 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 a he's a pretty pretty good player. Um, you know, uh, the the thing with the Blue Jays is pitchers just have to keep them in the game because that offense is going to absolutely bang. We saw it last night. We saw it yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Offense is absolutely ridiculous, man. I mean, top to bottom, circular, power, speed, everything. They are unbelievable. And George Springer is literally being Superman. That's what the Yankees, they don't have anybody who's doing that. George Springer leads off the game with a homer. It's another two-run homer later in the game. He puts the offense on his back, though, Dave. Yeah. Nobody in the Yankees has been doing that. Nobody. So the Jays – you know, they have two guys going, well, they score eight runs a game. It's crazy how good that offense is.
0: Now, listen to this. On top of so what's happening on the NL side of the East, the Phillies acquired oh, yeah. uh, Gibson and Kennedy from the Rangers. Mm-hmm. That is – now, Gibson's been – I thought that Gibson had, a, had an off year, but Kennedy's an interesting one because he was a yeah. pretty pretty decent reliever. Yeah, they needed somebody in that bowl. Yeah, been so – uh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting transaction. Kyle Gibson, you know, he flirted. What did he, did he have a no-hitter or he flirted with one? Or was the
1: strikeout record? Uh, I think he flirted with one, I think. Yeah. I remember the name. And I, that's when I was like, all right. No, maybe he did have one. Because I was like, now was, you know, these no-hitters are getting out of hand. I don't know if he had one or flirted with one. It was earlier in the year, I remember. Let's go
0: see. Because
1: I mean, we, we always were texting. It was funny. Somebody, who it might have been him. Or was it Gausman? Somebody had a no hitter, and we were all texting like, "It's too much." And then the very next night, Kluber threw one. Like,
0: I, heard it. <laughs> I think it was a flirtation with one. Yeah, I don't flirtation remember, I don't remember yeah. what year it was, yeah. but it was like a, within the last. I couple think it was years. this year. I think it was this year, wasn't it? Oh, it, there was one this year too. That's right. Like it's it's Kyle Gibson's near no hitter. Yeah.
1: Was yeah. it this year? Yeah. Let me see. I remember Into that. the eighth. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's. Yeah. That's funny. but
1: I I like I like that move those moves from the Phillies because they have two horses at the top of the rotation. Yeah, you get another guy who can you know give you some innings to keep you in the game. But their bullpen is just so bad. I mean they're not going to survive. I mean the A NL East is a very very bad division. Yeah. Um. Once they go outside that NL East and start playing some of the other playoff teams, you know once they put in that bullpen, they're going to get knocked around.
0: There's no doubt their bullpen is still a problem. They didn't all this all these moves at the Phillies Bay they didn't do any much for the bullpen there. Not that it would have helped anyway. There wasn't really anybody on the table to trade for from as far as relievers. Kennedy was the best chance they had and they got him, but even then it's just there's so many there's so many problems with that bullpen. Um you know, we was talking to Bull on the microfrancissa.com today about it, and he was saying, like, yeah, I'm starting to believe a little bit, but I'm not completely there yet, and I completely mm-hmm. understand it. I don't think it's a bad team though. I think it's a good team. You mentioned their pitching, like their their rotation. Yeah, I like Wheeler. I think Wheeler has been rock solid this year. He's doing very well. His strikeout to walk ratio is terrific. Um, that's a good pitcher. It's been a long time coming. I'll say that because obviously, if he if he had realized that potential sooner, the Mets might have kept him. But um, yeah, he's pretty good. I'll say that he's pretty good. I, not, I have no complaints about him really. Um, so it'll be it, it's gonna be a year for them. They're gonna have their issues in the late innings. But they always do. We'll see. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, the Cardinals. I don't have any beat on the Cardinals at all. John Lester's old, so I, I don't think he's good.
1: Uh, Cardinals. Are, I mean, you, and you know Jay hap. You know J
0: hap sucks. So somebody I
1: can... posted the ages of the Cardinals rotation. Yeah, and with Hap Lester, some of the guys, and it's like, you know, this isn't ten years ago or five years ago. These guys are <laughs> late thirties and washed up. And the Cardinals. Um, I expected them to be better this year. Um, I don't know if it was you. One of my other friends said, "Hammer the under on them." I, I expected them to be better this year. They're, they're not good.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I was not really that big on them, to be honest. I, I don't know. I don't remember if we did a preview podcast this year, but we didn't. But I remember
1: maybe even talking to you. I think I did baseball. say that.
0: I don't. I was yeah, I not. I was not. Certainly, if you asked me to pick a winner of that division, I was not. You gonna weren't pick high. No, I know. Mm. I remember
1: you and one of my other buddies. You guys weren't high on them. I would have picked. You know, I thought maybe you know, Arenado, Goldschmidt, some of the other. No, they, no. they're. No.
0: And that's an interesting case cuz like Goldschmidt and Arenado were the faces of their respective franchises mm-hmm. and yet they're not really that they haven't really been doing much. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Like but I kind of felt it. Like I I felt it with Goldschmidt. Arenado was a bit of a surprise. I I did think he would be better than he was. Um mm. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying like you know, you'd think he'd be dynamite and I don't know if I'm really feeling the dynamite from him. Uh, but it's just an incomplete team. Like there's just a, there's just a lot of holes in that lineup, you know. Yeah, you just nobody really scares you other than those two guys. And so, I'm not really that big on either. So, um we'll close with this as far as the deals. And then maybe anything else that I missed. But the Yankees did get a lot of pitching in in the uh last couple of weeks. And the and the most recent one it seems or at least one of them was Andrew Heaney from the Angels. Pretty good pitcher. I'm not you know obviously he's not going to challenge for a Cy Young or anything, but he's a decent pitcher. So I think that was a reasonable move. What do do you think of him?
1: It was what I think was depth. Um, The Yankees somehow all of a sudden have a bevy of pitching, which is something that I am not used to. You know, you have Luis Severino coming back. You have Kluber coming back. You got the emergence of Luis Gill. You got Herman, who, you know, almost threw a no-hitter in Boston. And Herman's not a top-of-the-line guy. I don't think by any means. But Monty's pitched great. Tyon's been pitching really, really well um all of a sudden you have a number of arms and i think right now he needs probably just depth and obviously with some guys down he's able to kind of fill that role and you know try to you know give innings and keep teams in games plus you never know with guys like kluber you know i always say you know with sevi and kluber and kluber um until they're on a mound and pinstripe to the road grays i can't count them as coming back because we've seen so many setbacks um, Kluber with his injury being the shoulder super tricky so even if he does come back who knows that he doesn't experience something else that shuts him down again so it's good to have this depth and Haney probably is towards the bottom of the depth because Gill has passed him um, obviously Kluber and Sevilla passed him Hermans passed him. Um, Monty's been really good. tyon has been lights out for over a month now and obviously Cole. So I think it's good, a good depth piece. And the Yankees all of a sudden look in their bullpen and they have, you know, forget it. Chapman's out. I don't even sweat it. You know, they have Louisa who's one of the best bullpen arms in baseball. This kid, Steven Ridings has come up and been unhittable. He's been great. You know, you have Britain, you have green. Um, they have a really, really deep bullpen. So. Um, and the Yankees have a lot of arms, just their position players can't stay on the field and they their offense struggled. They didn't score a run on Sunday. It's just uh frustrating, frustrating.
0: So, Cap, that's about the that's the gist of the MLB trade deadline. The mm-hmm. question now is who of these teams is going to make the run? Who are these teams who oh. are going to challenge or take over a division lead or make a run to the playoffs? Who do you like?
1: I've called this weeks ago, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, They're ending up, you know, they played their whole year and a half in Buffalo. They're on a roll. They're heading back home to the energy in Toronto. They're going to take off. I mean, my my hot take is that the Boston Red Sox don't even make the playoffs. (laughs) I think. I th- it depends. It's not that hard to take,
0: though, because Andy was kind of calling it, too, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Yankees is they just got fucking murdered today. I mean, with more with setbacks and injuries, they just got fucking murdered. Um, their offense is going to need to be better because they're going to end up playing another big series in Fenway with fucking Tyler Wade and a bunch of kids from the minors. They're going to get beat up. Um, but I thought after leaving that game I went to on Saturday, and say, okay, Geo's gonna be back this week. Obviously, Glaber wasn't hurt. Um, Anthony Rizzo wasn't on the IL yet with COVID. I'm like, the, Re- the Red Sox are a dead team walking. When we go into Fenway Park, the next time we play them or they come to New York, they're gonna be looking at a completely different baseball team. And we have arms, we have both, the Red Sox are a dead team walking. Now with all this injury news and the setbacks, it's gonna be tough. But um, but yeah, I mean, that I think the, the to my team's the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are gonna be really one of those hot teams here in the second half that really takes off and it's not even most not because of like their acquisition sure i think Buria Burrios will help but i think what they already had plus going back home to play in toronto they're going to be really tough to beat
0: i love that the question then is do the dodgers qualify for this category because if they do then i'm gonna say yeah hell yeah the dodgers yeah, are gonna of make course. the run because they're four back of and i think they can do it it's been and a lot of people have actually had that feelings so that's why i i'm It's kind of a low-hanging fruit for me because everybody else has made the same point, but I still think it's going to happen. I think, look, the bullpen stinks, but there's so much going on everywhere else. Starting pitching is great. Offense can be great. They've been playing a lot better, and I think when Trey gets involved, that is going to be a much more complete offense, and it won't... Oh, forget it. Fewer of those one-to-nothing games. Fewer of those two-to-nothing games. I think you're going to see... I think we're going to see some 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 <clears throat> some balance or oh, there's a bit of a rally for L.A. Here, they got a series against the against the Padres coming up in a couple. That's gonna weeks. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good series, and they're playing the Phillies tomorrow. So Ooh, this is it's it a big be. series too because they play
1: the Mets a bunch too. I think yeah, the that's are the, on the weekend like a West series. Coast swing.
0: Yep. Yes, so I mean, they could really make some noise on this trip. I mean, granted, these are all tough outs. Every one of these, except the Pirates. Okay, the Pirates aren't so tough, but yeah. the other two. You know, it's. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if either of those two teams at home took their two out of three.
1: Yeah,
0: Could be really interesting. Yeah. It's gonna be really interesting. Yeah. We'll see. I mean,
1: I, I mean, I think what the what the Dodgers did is just. It's like it's literally like playing fantasy baseball.
0: You couldn't ask for more. It's, like it, it's, I, I feel more. so spoiled right now. Like you're coming off a title as That's a, a whole fan. Run.
1: For who? It's a home run. Oh, oh you watch the I game? DJ hit the, I thought he hit the foul pole. Oh,
0: okay. No, I, yeah, of
1: course. I'm like, I can only imagine, like, it's one thing to add Max. But then you add a top. Right now, Trey is producing as a top five player in baseball. Yeah. Like, you added both of those guys with, with Mookie Betts. Who, like, it's crazy. Every and time Betts I see him, he hasn't had a something. Betts year this year, I don't think, right?
0: Well, I still, I still like Betts is having, having a nice season. I mean, look, he's not, yeah. he's not, like, MVP MVP type. or Triple Crown, yeah. you know, challenging for either of those, but man every time i see him he does something you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he had some key hits in in the first mm-hmm. game against the angels uh the one that they won i'm trying to remember which one but
1: my look at your offense Dave, and chris taylor's been great yeah um obviously you have yeah, bets now you have you know turner's good and now you know see you're, you're just low it's low it's just a
0: very fun offense and, and it is surprising that they have so many like droughts like they just have oh well they just scored two runs today. like is that I, a home run it's going to have less – that's going to happen less, I think. I do – I really think that when you have a consistent middle-of-the-order bat – there should be more specific – middle infielder bat, it's funny that because Gavin Lux did not pan out. That's just too bad. Yeah, and you know what? I was surprised. I, I they were high on him. <laughs> I loved I him. I thought
1: they were really high on him, yeah. Uh,
0: we all were, and I got to yeah, yeah I admit it. He was not that – he just didn't live up to the billing.
1: But it's okay because he's just
0: got a superstar instead. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, literally, <laughs> legit
1: superstar. The guy's unbelievable. I saw him, yes. I mean, was he the other no day? No wonder everybody hates like, it's just He just... scored from, like, first to third. Like, I mean, he's just—he's unbelievable.
0: I think the entire sports world hates LA now. I mean, you got LeBron and Anthony Davis on one team. You just <laughs> oh, you must be of...
1: loving life as an LA it's guy. Just
0: a, it's just a good place to be. Really I'll tell is. you what,
1: Dave. As an LA fan right now, it is it is a good uh, good time to have a podcast and live where you're living, man.
0: Yeah, this is you're this gonna have
1: fun. You're gonna have fun all year round.
0: Oh, no you doubt just, about you got it. Matt,
1: you got Matthew Stafford, who's gonna help that offense. Yeah, you got you know the 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 Lakers completely just you know turned. They're up. old um, as shit, right? But they are. It's the, they are but it's but, still gonna be an interesting yeah. team. I still think that it,
0: just I because they're old doesn't mean they're gonna be bad. I think this agree. Be a I agree. Very good team this year.
1: I think they're gonna be very good. And the thing that I you know, just uh, you know, uh, we're versatile here. We can talk many sports. But with the thing I thought they should have done from the beginning of the offseason was, you got to put um, you got to put shooters around LeBron. Yeah, you have to put shooters around LeBron. And when you guys got Kendrick Nunn, I was like, that is a brilliant pickup. You know, you got um. Who else was a couple of other guys? Obviously, Melo, Ellington, I thought, was you one. Got Ellington. You, yeah. you got You got some guys who, you know, both Russ and LeBron could, you know, penetrate and kick, and then you got AD. I mean, it's going to be, if if it's done right, which I think it will be, you guys are going to have a really good team. Yeah. The only shame of it is we they lost. Health, health is going to be key, too. because Well, early. and that's the problem. That's, that's, that's the one. Load management That's going to be a
0: clear issue all year because of how old they are. It's inevitable. I know it, but. But you know, I know the other thing was like losing Caruso was gonna be tough because he's such a gamer. Like he was great off the bench. he mm-hmm. was spicy, he was everywhere. His defense now, was how awesome.
1: Mello, uh, how do we have off the bench? Yeah, mellow's nice. melo would be a great six man off the bench, like he was with Portland.
0: Mellow is nice. He was a very good contributor for Portland. He was. And he was. I, I mean he's just I think he's just settling his role. He's not trying to get too many shots anymore, and he's he's mm-hmm. mellowed out, no pun intended, but
1: And he's a bucket getter, man. If you want if you need a bucket, exactly. get the ball, he'll find a way to get It's a literally what the Lakers
0: need. Like, they didn't have have that guy all year. Nobody could be counted on. LeBron was the only guy that could get an open jump shot the entire season. Even AD was Mm kind of hit and miss. Yeah. I think he was hurt, but, you know. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, so, you know, Russ obviously is not going to be that guy. We get it. But he's a good ball distributor. He can, As you mentioned, he's a great dribble penetrator, which is huge. And that was a problem, too, because they would get stagnant. They wouldn't have anybody to, to be a threat to get to the basket other than LeBron.
1: Now it's you going got to be two. interesting. They said they had the conversation where LeBron said, you know, we put all of our egos aside, realize what needs to be done. And we're yeah, we'll see about it. that. So I we'll mean, yeah, he, he says it.
0: that. Uh, what he says doesn't mean a lot to me. What they do right. will mean a lot to right. me. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But I like I like that he said it, though. I like that he said it. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, he said it plenty of times before, too. So it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen.
1: But Hey, listen, you you, you as an LA sports fan, you're going to have a lot to learn. Oh, it's going to be a lot to. of fun. Having, like I said, having a podcast <laughs> at this time, it's. You know, for you, you're going to go from, you know, uh, the Dodgers yep. right into the season where you're going to have football and basketball kind of intertwining, where you're going to have, you know, pretty good teams. Don't be a look lot at of fun the Chargers in together. that. That Charger team could be. Oh, good. you're right. Yeah. I Justin agree. Herbert. The Herbert. Yeah. They
0: made some adjustments. I think their offensive line could even be better. I, I've talked to Yachts about it. I feel like their draft was decent. So. Yeah. That could be a good team, too. Like, they're, they're going to have, two, you're gonna teams.
1: have two, two good football teams, you're gonna have in two teams in the
0: playoffs in LA this year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, will be fun. How are the <laughs> Kings going to be?
0: Not good, but.
1: <laughs> okay. That's but the one outlier.
0: But that's okay. You know what? That team is, is rebuilding. There's some good talent on there. They just re signed out. Alex I followed a good deal. Um, they've got guys. It's. They still have Kopitar. They still have uh, Brown and Dowdy, even as old as they are. Hey, what, it's,
1: it's, a, it's a good day yeah, to be LA sports fan, Dave. I
0: think they'll be a very watchable product. The Kings will be interesting next year, even though maybe they won't make the playoffs. But I think they'll be all right. They're gonna—they're getting better, though. They're getting better. There you go. Yeah. So no, it's a great spot. It's a great spot. You know. So you're right. We're doing well, and, you know. It, like, and even with the nice. Lakers, even if it doesn't go well, it's still going to be entertaining. Like, oh, it's going to be great. It's, <laughs> it's going be be awesome. you know
1: to be awesome. What happens? NBA is going to be fun this year. Oh yeah,
0: sure. it's going to be a good year. Defending champion fun. Milwaukee Bucks. Did you ever think you'd be yeah, hearing that? No, I
1: never thought. How I was I, I, I never thought they'd have the chops to do it. But God bless them, they did. It, I'm
0: so, so I'm, I'm thankful. I, I think that's that's awesome. The fans too. were Me hungry. Too.
1: You could taste yeah, it's it. So cool. It
0: yeah. was very cool.
1: Not one of like the major like. Big time cities like Milwaukee. That homegrown kid in Giannis, who was going to be in—he'll never buy another meal in Milwaukee, and he's a Absolutely staple right. legend there. And he's a good dude. He's you know, good for exactly, really good exactly. Guy. So oh, much respect
0: throughout the league. And I'm really happy for him, too. He works hard. Yeah. And um, just an, an elite defender. Like, an incredible yeah, defender. great. he he he's just terrific around the rim. Yeah, he can't shoot free throws. So what? Like, name me a big man. But well, you know what, Dave? Late
1: in, late in that finals, he was on automatic.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's Made crazy. him when they counted. Like, sh- Shaq did yeah. a little bit of that, too, back in the day. A little bit of that. Not as much as he did, but just still. Yeah. So it was just great to see. It just great. I was watching the end of that series. You see that how much they wanted it, how much Giannis wanted it. It's, he just had that. I think it was with PJ Tucker. He had that little. they <laughs> jumped up and they they chest bumped and man, yeah. just you'll never forget moments like that. Like uh, you know, the Lakers and the Yankees. You know, are two teams. We win. We've won a lot of championships before. They'll probably win a lot of championships again. But when you see a team oh, like that win a well. title, that's just. Yeah. Even though it's not your team, you can respect that. It's just so, You're right. so cool to see that. You're right.
1: Because how many times do you see a team like that develop a guy like Giannis and then he ends up going to the Lakers? So many or times. The, somewhere. You yeah. Know, LA, the Clippers. You know, like that's why I was kind of happy for Toronto as well when, when they got that ring too. Because they have a great fan base out there. The whole the whole cities like on their back so I mean that was great for them too
0: well, really the whole country right Cause the whole country, yeah, country.
1: Canada's yeah. all that's on, it that's, oh, it. that's, the, old, that's the only yeah yeah you're right yeah. the whole country that was really yeah.
0: really fun to watch you know yeah. so it's cool to see that in sports it's nice to Definitely. know that it still exists because you do see some sports where college football where that barely ever happens Oh, uh, and yeah. it's, you know, Cap I have already said this on the board like I'm I, we're gonna do a preview show next week you know but that doesn't mean that I'm. I, I'm necessary. My heart is necessarily with mm-hmm. the direction of college football.
1: I'm kind yeah, of. I'm with you, man. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it yeah. just,
0: even I know it's always had this, like, this class system. It's gonna get dicey. It's just gonna get exactly, and I think I think even Ron would agree with that because. Mm. It's a slippery slope. Like, you, you, you could reach a point where there's just a breaking point and fans are just not going to be into it anymore. And then, look, you'll always have your South, you'll always have your Midwest, but mm-hmm. the other fans, they all grew from, like, let's say 1999 to like 2014, right? Mm-hmm. But you're getting dangerously close to losing your casual fan base. And the more you see Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State winning every freaking time, the more opportunity there is, even with an expanded playoff, does that mean that there are going to be more teams going to the national championship? No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that just more filler, depending on how things go. But we'll see. They need I to, agree. they need to, I they agree. need to, they just, it just needs well, to be
1: more competitive. Did you just see the report that Major League Baseball might <laughs> go to a 14 team playoff? Which Rob Manfred continues, <sighs> continues to ruin <sighs> the fucking sport of baseball. No, he is the worst commissioner. No in my lifetime i he is no. just a fucking cancer no. to the sport that guy needs to go and you know what i blame theo epstein as well theo epstein is a guy that has a lot of influence i listen to him on r2c2 mm-hmm. he's the one that they run a lot of the ideas through theo epstein needs to say no 14 fucking teams is half the goddamn league right now we're sitting here on what august whatever it is without the second wild card there would still be a ton of teams in the playoff race. We don't need to continue to add fucking 14 teams. That's insane to me. That completely well, waters down the regular season. Are we up to, what, are
0: we, what are we up to right now? We had like four, and then we had like six. I think right? we're at
1: 12 now, right? So we have
0: 12 already, so it's two more. You're
1: going to add two more.
0: Is that one per league?
1: I don't. I just know that it's going to be for a fourteen-team playoff. I didn't even read the article because I don't want to get pissed. Well, I mean, even if we it's already have league. twelve, I guess that's my thought.
0: Is like we're kind of already close to that as it is. So. But then
1: what if what if they do? Then when I had sixteen, well, I already have fourteen. Like it's just to me, it's just crazy to keep adding. When <clears> the the wild card, I think to me is good enough. And what are they going to do? How are you going? How are you going to reward? The team that threw 162 won your division. Yeah, hey, I'm you know, with you.
0: I, I look. Here's what I thought that. Here's what I like. Everybody's got. You know, it's funny. Like everybody has their own opinion on this, which is so yeah. funny. But I always felt like you do it by going back to two divisions, but you have more wild card spots. You know, instead of okay. having three divisions, that's where it all started. This third division, which, like, the third division, it's just like in the NFL. Third division in the in, in baseball is similar to the fourth division in the NFL, where it's just like you just get one division that's just so mediocre. And it's like, why don't you just do two divisions? And then you have more of a battle for your wild card spots there, because then it's truly based on merit, not just what yeah. division you're in. And um, yeah. I just thought it would have been a better system. Bob Costas actually had that thought. That system that's not a bad. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I've talked about it before, but I can yeah. It's too bad they didn't think of that. And they're like, "Well, you know, that third division." No, no. I think two divisions. No one's going to complain about that. People actually would. The old timers would love it because they're like, "Oh, it's just like it used to be in the old days." But, but you'd have more wild card spots, so it it, yeah. it works out. I think. Yeah. Six. If you had a twelve-team playoff, but the 12 teams were divided among two divisions rather than three. And I don't think you have as much rubble in that scenario. We'll see. Now they're going to add two more, which is,
1: yeah. just You know, you're right. It's just going gonna, gonna to be just more and what extra down. So, like, right now, if that was the case, I mean, the Yankees lost half their roster right now. I wouldn't even be worrying. Now I'm looking, I'm like, this could fuck us. This could tank us because we have three teams in our division that could be better than us, yeah. you know what I mean. But yeah. if we had that extra team, I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, we'll 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 figure out a way. We'll get our guys back in two, three weeks. And yeah. now it's like you go on a bad two week stretch; your season's done. Your yeah,
0: season's done. And that's a, and I think that's the point you're making is that it's devaluing the regular season. It, why yeah. are you playing 162 games then? If you're going to have that many teams in the playoffs, right? Right. You just right. can't have it both ways. The NBA has this problem too. There's way too many teams in the NBA playoffs. We've been through this already. They just won't cut down the number of teams. It's just like mm-hmm. God. Please.
1: And, I mean, I love the NBA playoffs. I do. But I think it gets tedious. Like, yeah. like I really lock in when we get to, like, the, second the round. conference finals. In the second conference round, finals. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's like yeah, the first, first round, round. Unless
1: there's, there's something truly, crazy that happens, there's nothing. There's yeah.
0: truly no reason to watch yeah. the first round ever. Like, I have never seen a first round where I'm like, damn, you know. Thank goodness for that first round, because if it wasn't round for matchup, that, this yeah. team would never have made the finals. Like that never has happened except and this for- year was
1: a little different because of the Lakers, how they kind of were injured, in the Lakers Suns first round. That's where they how you played, right? Yeah, that was an intriguing matchup, but that doesn't happen a ton.
0: No, but it did seem like the Lakers were going to lose that first matchup, yeah. whoever the yeah. hell they played. They, they had problems. Yeah. That was a issue. They were just they were injury riddled. Yeah, They're, we just broke it down earlier. Like they had so yep, many holes.
1: Like it was old. Mm-hmm. They couldn't.
0: They couldn't dribble. They had no real threat to go to the basket. And
1: I agree. With and you. their
0: outside shooting was horrific. Like it was bad. Yep. So yep, I agree. With uh, you. Anyway, anyway, the whole point of that was just to say that. Um, what was that? What was I saying with that? Oh, just the idea that the first round of the NBA playoffs is generally useless. Like mm-hmm. the the you know it's like you see like Washington against Philly, and it's like there was no reason for the Wizards to be in this. And I knew it going yeah. in. Like, there's no reason for that. Every game was, like, 30-point blowout for Philadelphia. I don't – I, no I, I rarely
1: ever watch the first round. I have no, I have no desire. I rarely watch the first round. Yeah. Like,
0: I just, like – The only reason I watched the first round this year is because the Lakers were in it.
1: Lakers, yeah, of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. But, but other than that, I'm like eh. – I was like I – I did. It's funny. I did have one of those games, one of, the, one of those Wizards games on the radio when I was driving around, and I was like, damn, mm-hmm. this game sucks. <laughs> I was out of it <laughs> after, like, a half hour. I like
1: <laughs> – I know, I know. Like, it's like – you really hope that like you get some juice and you're able to kind of get into it. But a lot of the times, you know, the, uh, you know, the outcome. Yeah, no doubt.
0: No doubt. So, uh, cap, let's just close with this question. Um, what was your meal of the week? Did you have a meal that stood out to you in the last like seven days?
1: I did. Um, I did. I went to, um, an Italian restaurant around here. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty popular restaurant and they had uh for an appetizer we got um this tremendous like like brick oven pizza that was crispy bubbly it was it was tremendous and then for dinner i had a i had gnocchi a gnocchi dish with very light uh marinara and eggplant and the gnocchi's are like pillows they just literally gnocchi. melted in your mouth it was Ooh. it was really good
0: Ooh, really gnocchi good. and i've yeah. had gnocchi out of the bag i've never had it fresh like, oh, fresh Italian just, gnocchi! This place is is and,
1: really popular. It was really good, but um, but yeah, that was good. And then did I have dinner? No, not on Saturday, um, Sunday. I actually my best meal was probably my my homemade meal, or not mine, my. My mother for Sunday dinner, you know, makes tremendous, you know, pasta, oil garlic, uh, sausage, meatballs, all that stuff. So yeah, that's so that's, that's up there too. Uh, but yeah, I see you're eating unbelievable. <laughs> would, we got to do a podcast to talk about food, man. Get me on there. I know you do it on Twitch, but you eat. I mean, your stuff looks amazing. Thanks. Amazing. Thank you, Where do you it. find this stuff?
0: Well, it's it's a lot of places. You know, I've been. You know, the fair was one. I remember. you... Mm, yeah, you
1: know, I love. Oh, I love. The fair. fairs
0: are great. It's just yeah. a lot of juice yeah. over there. Um, yeah. You know, the buffalo chicken sandwich I, I put on, on Instagram. Yes. You know yes. where that was? You, would you believe it? It was Hooters. Of all the places in the world. That was really Hooters. good. I know. It was amazing. I was like... Was it good? It was legit. It was legit. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. It, it's not like, well, it's good for Hooters. No. It was like... It was legit. I would put yeah. that on par with any buffalo chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. Yeah.
1: And it, looked, it was like I, this I mean, big. I mean, I, I, you Following you gets me so unbelievable. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Unbelievable. Because I love like the fair stuff. Like, yeah. I would go to the fair as I got older. Like, you know... And just go to eat You know yeah. Not to go and hang out When I was younger Go to hang out with my friends yep, And yep. whatever Now I just go and eat You know you get You know whether you eat there I get a bunch of shit to go home I get you know, the pierogies The sandwiches The Zeppelin's. I admit mean, I Fair food's the best Yeah And you you look like You guys did it right Wherever yours was
0: Oh it was so much fun That was yeah It was in Costa Mesa In Orange Where County Who'd you go down there with? Uh, down with a did friend meet, of mine And we met A,
1: a lot of Other people down
0: there no? people down, Yeah we met a whole lot Of Twitch people yeah, down there That's so awesome A lot of fun Super fun That's so, cool man yeah, might make you shout-out, but pick out in particular to singer-songwriter Josh Turk who invited me to that co- to that show because he was doing the show there. He came in all the way from Canada. Mm-hmm. It was good to meet oh, him. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. How the, so you met him on Twitch? Yeah. That's so, so cool, He man. came on yeah, yeah, my Twitch show,
0: the sandwich show, and it was really fun.
1: You're blowing up on Twitch, I, man. You're getting a lot of contacts, a lot of say, friends. It's got to be fun.
0: It has been really a blast, and it continues. Uh, if you guys want to follow all that, you can check my Instagram out, which is—
1: Because I know for years, like, this show's gotten— popular Mm -hmm. i know you have like this show's gotten popular but i know for years like with the other uh, non-sports stuff you've been trying to do and twitch has just been perfect for you
0: yeah and that's and that was uh was kind of what i was hoping for you know i was just i just felt like as good as sports can be, as fun as this talk sports, we've all done. There's it. There's
1: other stuff going on in the world. It's yeah. just
0: well, not that, just that, but I just feel like there's just a larger reach when you talk about mm-hmm. food or even just general mm-hmm. stuff or even music yeah. to that to an extent. Like, yeah, it, and I as, would love
1: to be on some of those shows because I feel like I have a lot to offer. Oh you. my yeah, goodness,
0: I'm, would you? And well, and you know who would be really stuff. great? Santoro would be great for that show. Yeah, Andy would yeah, be great for right. that show. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll have to explain to our Twitch people like my name because I'm di- I'm Davey over there. I'm Dave over here. I yeah, but. That's just because that's my nickname, and I mean honestly, mm-hmm. I'm the same guy. I just have to. At some point, I'm gonna break that down, and we'll just say. Now well, you're
1: busy. Okay, biz- now, how many? Pot. Now you do how many Twitch shows a week, and how many?
0: Generally, teams? it's two and one. So I do this okay. show once, and I do the other. I was supposed to be one and one, but then I decided, well, let me try a video game stream, and then yeah. all of a sudden that like blew up, and like people blew started. Up. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> people are getting into that. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll keep going with that too. So it's so it's usually like hey, two. You're and gonna, one.
1: you're you're gonna be. Very successful. Your personality can be very successful. Oh, thank, you.
0: thank you, thank you, Cat So I mean that. I uh, you know, but you know, here's the thing. This doesn't work without you guys. You know what I mean? Like it does not work. Jared, you've been an incredibly electric personality forever. I've loved your company. I
1: appreciate Andy it. the same. I it.
0: Kevin the same. You gave
1: me you gave me the start. You know to want to do mine. And, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um,
0: thank you. Yeah, yeah man.
1: I, it's uh, you know this stuff. You know now with the where everybody can get their voice out there. It's great to be able to have a platform. You've been bringing me on your show since. Like we discussed with Ron, I mean, I've been on your show for a long time. Remember being in my—I used to do podcasts for my office. Yeah, I remember I that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Because I don't want to wake people up in my house. I was. I would do podcasts. For that was my so office.
0: Yeah. It was such a fun time, um, yeah. but yeah, much much love, man. Thank you for that. Um, of course. Yeah. All the all the best. You know, you're always invited to my Twitch universe too, and I invite all the Twitch people. And we'll 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 figure. You know, I I guess I just. Hopefully that'll you know I, I'm sure it won't be that big a deal. I think it's a bigger deal in my head than it really is.
1: Gonna have a crossover show.
0: It'll be a crossover show. I think it's bound to happen. You know, Yeah. we'll get there. But uh, we'll but seriously, it, it doesn't. But job. let me just say this one, like, just to repeat, the Twitch uni- the Twitch experience does not happen unless this started first. That's always important. Right. So I never forget about Dick Cal. It started here, and it's not going to end either. I think people were worried about that on the board. Like ah, you're kind of selling. No, 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 no. If anything, this is just getting started too. We got football picks coming up. We have got so much still left in store. We're not done. We're not. In fact, we're gonna do our Godfather Two recap, like in a couple. Oh, of- yeah,
1: I'll be listening to that.
0: Oh, I know that was a huge response. I remember it. So, Jar, thank you. Um, have a great rest of your thank season. you days. You um, too. Any final thoughts before we go?
1: Um. Uh, can the Yankees please? please survive these next couple of weeks with 70% of their offense. Please survive. <laughs> the vibe that I was feeling over the weekend, for getting yeah. back to the stadium for the first time since opening day, the team crawling back into the pen. I was so jacked up. I'm like, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get back here. And then again, just like uh, for the past three years, you get punched in the face with fucking terrible news. So really hope that they're able to survive. This has been a lot of fun. Hopefully I can come on here again and do sports or pop culture shit or whatever it is. 100%. Let me know.
0: Jared, you're the best. Thank you so much. Have a great awesome, evening. Brother. I'll see you soon, man.
1: Too, Dave. We'll be in touch. Yep. See you soon.
0: Take care, my friend. All right. That's Jared in Piscataway. What a what a spot. And again, the baseball second half of the season sets up really great. It's going to be an awesome like next uh, few weeks in that sport. And he alluded to it. The fall is going to be just amazing in sports, and particularly here in LA. So it's going to be a good time. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in tonight. This has been a really fun show to do. Um, just good to catch up with Jerry again. We want to get Andy back on the show, too. Andy in Seattle, he will be. And you also will be hearing from Rod in New Jersey and, and John in Connecticut next week when we do our college football preview show. This year, we're going to break it into two parts. We're going to do part one on Monday. Uh, Monday, the I think it's the 16th. And on Monday, we're going to cover the Power Five on Tuesday. For the for the diehards out there, we're gonna do the group of five conferences plus the independents. Uh, that should be for, so like for the second show that you can you at least have Notre Dame. So you can eh, if you got you know, if you want to tune in for a reason and you're not ne- normally a group of five guy, you still got Notre Dame. We'll talk about them in that in that second show. So we're really looking forward to that next week, uh, right here on YouTube and also on DickCow.com. So it's been a lot of fun. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. This is uh, If you missed any of our past episodes, just go back, dickcow.com for all the archives and our YouTube page, youtube.com slash dickcow. Uh, I am Dave Medina, and it's really been a lot of fun uh, doing this. We hope you have enjoyed this experience for all the years. Thanks so much. And as soon as I find the music. Oh, here we go. Again, you want to follow us on social media at dickcow, facebook.com slash dickcow and you'll get all the scenarios and have a great rest have a great rest of your evening as well we will see you next time